Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Monash. On today's show, we're taking a look at the falling importance of schools in the valuation of real estate. And we're also taking a look at some of the major demographic shifts that have happened in education over the last two years. The pandemic has changed a lot of assumptions about both markets and demographics. We used to take employment metrics as a given prior to the pandemic. We also used to assume that school enrollment would remain stable according to demographics and would continue to grow if population was growing. But even as the pandemic is clearly winding down, we're seeing school enrollments fall in many parts of the country. Remote learning has been very hard on children. It's damaged their academic development and it's damaged their social development. The reliance on electronic learning has kept kids glued to electronics for more hours of each day and more than ever before. It used to be the case that real estate values were often influenced by school districts. The better the rating of the schools in the area, the more desirable that district would be from a real estate perspective. But we've seen falling enrollment in schools over the past two years. In part has been due to the pandemic. Parents have seen how their children have struggled. It's been difficult to monitor the online classroom. In the end, for many, it's simply been easier and more effective to homeschool rather than try and oversee engagement in an online learning program. New York City, for example, has seen enrollment drop by 5% this school year and 9% in total since the start of the pandemic. The Minnesota Department of Education reported that public school enrollment declined by an additional 0.3% this year. That's after dropping 2% in the first year of the pandemic. And last month, Oakland, California decided to close several schools because of falling enrollment. The problem is equally apparent at the college level. The number of people who have racked up tens of thousands in student debt to get a liberal arts degree and they're now working as cashiers and retailers staggering. The university industrial complex is causing a lot of people to rethink how we learn and the utility of a traditional university education. Student debt is the only debt that's not forgivable under bankruptcy laws. So if you were to sit at the final exam of the subject you majored in today, how would you fare? Most of us would fail. That exam didn't measure your learning, but rather what information you retained at that specific point in time. I would almost certainly fail my digital filters final exam, and I certainly don't remember how to use the Schrodinger wave equation. Still, my engineering degree was extremely valuable. It taught me to think critically. But that's the difference between knowledge and trivia, and I've spent a lot of hours hunkered down over trivia that frankly wasn't really useful in the grand scheme of things. We've also seen a huge churn in teaching staff. When I was in grade school, it used to be the case you could count on having the same teacher for the entire year. They would rarely miss even a single day. Often, the same teacher would be present in your education for multiple years. That continuity brought stability to the learning experience. Since 2019, we've seen undergraduate enrollment nationwide fall 8%, putting some colleges in severe financial distress. There's a big disparity among schools with less selective institutions and those serving low- and middle-income students seeing the biggest drop in enrollments. Community colleges have seen a 15% drop in enrollments since 2019. The most sought-after schools like the Ivy League schools have returned to pre-pandemic levels of enrollment. Overall, in the kindergarten to 12th grade, employee satisfaction, that is the teachers, has sank to 44% at the end of the pandemic. That compares with 69% at the beginning of the pandemic. It's according to a report from the Center of State and Local Government Excellence. Of the roughly 3.5 million full and part-time school teachers, more than a third, or 38%, said that working during the pandemic has made them consider changing jobs. There's currently 1.3 million substitute teachers across the United States, and presumably 
Some of these would elect to have full-time positions if they were offered such a position. But we're seeing a large number of teachers resign or retire. And we can expect, we can expect a portion of those substitute teachers to take the full-time roles, at least for the time being. At the college level, an even higher percentage, about 55% of faculty, have seriously considered changing careers or retiring early. That's according to a separate report from Fidelity Investments and the Chronicle of Higher Education. We're about to see major churn in education. We've seen a huge exodus from the kindergarten to grade 12, and we're about to experience a huge exodus from higher education as well. Schools are adapting the curriculum by decreasing the number of classroom hours in favor of more online learning. A recent report from the World Economic Forum has taken a close look at education. They identified four major trends that are taking shape. First one is no surprise, and that is distance learning from anywhere. Clearly, online is taking a bigger role in education across the board. Number two, replacing lectures with active learning. And this is something that I think is very positive. Number three, teaching skills that are going to remain relevant in a changing world and spending less time on trivia. That too is positive. And number four, using other assessment methods apart from a high stakes exam. When performing due diligence, we often look at what's in the neighborhood. Oh, there's a school next door or there's a university nearby. These are amenities that are often assumed to be there as fixtures in the community. And the point of today's podcast is to challenge that assumption, to question whether the longevity is really there for those institutions. It's an essential part of your due diligence. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.